Okay. So, ooh. What's that? What's that look like? Ooh! Oh my goodness. Big. That's a good one. That's, I don't know if you can show the people, you're gonna have to blur that out, but it's the last day of the month here, and uh, that's legit. That's nice. That's nice. That's a nice time. All right. That's okay. Good times. Good times. Man. Good times. That's. Let's just take a minute and reflect because it used to take yeah. sixty days to get that. Oh my goodness. At least. At least. Across a billion okay. people. All right. So. So. So it's the last day of month. There's a lot of distractions in a good way going on here at Drift. But um, you got an email uh, from somebody yesterday, Ron. Uh huh. What's up, Ron? What's up, Ron? And, uh, See, we listen to fan love. We do listen to fan I don't answer love. my email, but somehow Ron got through. You know what? I, for a while, I was like, I respond to everybody. Yeah. I'm breaking. You're breaking? I'm finally? breaking. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's, it's bad. It's bad, right? It's bad. Yeah. Can I have five minutes? I talk about this, ten minutes. So I feel bad because I've said, like, I answer to everybody, but I think i got to graduate in one level. One level, yeah. All right, anyway, so Ron emailed you. Yeah. And I love this question because it's something we talk about a lot, which is time. And he said, how do you manage your time mm. as CEO? Mm. Okay? And... I wrote a bunch of notes because there's a million questions I could ask you about this topic. <laughs> but uh, no, but being serious, here, here's notes the, the classic thing. What I want to get into the realness. I want to get into the no fluff. And so let's start here. Tell me what a typical day for you looks like. Not I know it goes haywire by 11, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. But like what is a typical day? Like today you came in and you had what? Good question. So I live um, – this is you complicated. You live far away. I live far away. Yep. Uh, but – which is good. It gives me time to, to decompress coming in. But I'd say uh, – That's what it is. That's what it's called, <laughs> decompress. Yeah. Uh, so I – or compress. I compress to on the compress. way in. Compress. Uh, and so the way that I, I deal with each day is, one, I start – I've started earlier and earlier in my day. So I get up at like 5, 5.30. I've talked about that in the past. Gives me more time in the morning. Yep. Uh, but then I really live by my schedule at this point. I'm kind of like, I don't, I, I cannot tell you anything that is happening tomorrow. I barely remember yesterday, and I'm focused on just the stuff that's on my schedule. And if it's not on my schedule, it doesn't exist. Okay. Right? But what I'm trying to look at each day is I roughly prioritize in big buckets, and we can go into exact uh, proportions and how we do that. Of like, what's a priority for me? Marketing is a priority. Uh, for what we do, marketing and product are in one bucket. So I try to prioritize work that's going on there that can help us move forward. Yep. Right. Kind of like unlock big rocks for other people. For sure. And then uh, people is probably next. So there's always some people related stuff, whether we're recruiting or doing one on ones or something like that. It's going on. And then there's like the customer bucket, which is customers that I'm talking to. Uh, prospects that I'm talking to, uh, people that should be customers and or prospects that aren't, you know, and that could be giving talks or what have you. So roughly those three big buckets is where I'm juggling myself. And then there's an interesting, there's an interesting chart, which you've talked about before. Like that has probably changed dramatically oh, over yeah. the last two years, yes. right? Drift started, yeah. it was you and Elias and two or three other people in a room. Mm-hmm. Now it's grown yes. and you've probably had to delegate or move things around. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so like what, what's maybe – what's one thing that you were way more hands-on two years ago than you are, are today? Uh, uh, lots of things. I'd say one of them I just brought up today to you yep. and to Armin, yep. which was like I put myself in the middle. I was the block on like – 
buying budget. any budget, buying anything at Drift, right? Like pencil being yeah. bought. Uh. Uh, I was in the middle of that, <laughs> and uh, because I was trying to keep us lean and preserve yeah. cash for as long as possible, and now I'm like crying uncle on that stuff and saying like. DG and Armin, Armin runs sales here. You guys have to like define budgets and like we need to talk about it. But I can't be involved in the day to day stuff on For that sure. anymore, whether it's an event or what have you. And so that's an example of something where I used to be monitoring every purchase and everything that was going on and every hire and everything um, from a from a dollar standpoint. And I'm not anymore. Yep, no. and that's because that's just not the best use of your time. No, anymore. and and now we have leaders in the company. I don't need to do that anymore. And part of uh, them kind of growing and those organizations growing is that they need to now uh, grow into their own kind of campfires. Yep. And so the way I think about it is like we had one big campfire before, right? So like one centralized campfire. And now each of the functional areas need to be their own little campfire, right? And then together, you know, we're one big campfire. I like that. So one of the, my questions that I had written down for you is how do you decide like – that's an example of mm-hmm. you have a choice of like going deep and in the yeah. weeds on something or delegating it. Yeah. What what's been like the boiling point in in managing your time? Mm-hmm. How do you figure out what you what you should go deep and be in the weeds on? Yep. And this is something that I should care about. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously you care about it all. Yeah. But this is something that no, I don't care. I'm going to roll up my sleeves. I'm going to be in the weeds on so this. So number one is always being on the weeds on things that affect our customers or brand okay. prospects. Right. So that's why I get so involved in marketing details and product details because those two things kind of represent who we are as a company and our brand. And so I zero in on that stuff all the time. And then there's other stuff that might be more internal that doesn't affect either the company or the brand or what have you. So like I let People is a big one, right? You kind of just, you have have raised your hand and said, I need to be interviewing every single candidate. Mm -hmm. Like that's a big, that's obviously a a personal thing. Yeah, and and for a while I wasn't. You know, I was... For a long time, doing all of them. And then there was a little gap where I wasn't, and now I need to, like, refocus and spend more time there because we're adding the velocity, the rate at which we're adding people is going through the roof right now. And so we need to make sure that we're keeping kind of the, the culture yep. alive across what, all the what, teams. Like, okay, so through that stuff, so you, that's how you would decide. You, you basically decide what you want to go deep on based on your priorities, mm-hmm. your current priorities. What have you learned about managing your time as a CEO, though? Mm-hmm. Because, like, your inbox is insane. Your mm-hmm. Slack is insane. Mm-hmm. Everyone, because you're here every day, everybody has a direct line yep. to you, mm-hmm. people, customers. Some people wish I wasn't, wasn't Some... here every day. <laughs> that, yeah. I'm Elias. not. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> Elias. He would My be. Co-founder. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, like, what have you, what have you learned, like, Maybe it's what you're not good at, or how how would you? I'm assuming Ron is asking you because he's a CEO. Yep. Right. So maybe tell Ron like what you learned about managing your time. I'd say one was the thing that we talked about, which is like figure out how to prioritize the most important thing, which is your customers and your brand. Figure out how that works. Second, then second, prioritize people, which is usually the thing that slips is the one that people give up the, uh, yeah. the, the quickest, which is like interviewing, one-on-ones, all that kind of stuff, progression of people on the team. They give up there, and they run towards process or something well, else. Like the, the other thread, though, that I just have noticed with you is like your, your DNA as a, like as a founder is mm-hmm. brand yes. and product. Yep. And so those are the things where you're okay being hands-on, right? Yep. You are not a sales guy nope. by DNA. Nope. So you're like, Armin, I'm here, but do your thing. Exactly. I'm not going to tell you how to close deals. Yep. I'm not going to tell you how to build urgency, pipeline, all that stuff. Exactly. But on the marketing side, you might say, mm, don't like how this looks. Yep. Mm, might change that. The product thing is so- Totally, because I have an opinion there, and that's, uh, and that's a good point. I was talking to a VP of product today 
who works for uh, a company that's run by my friend who's the CEO. Yeah. And he's a sales guy. And he defaults to the CEO, the former sales guy. So he defaults to the numbers and the sales thing. And he's most comfortable there. And he's alien on the product side. So I'm actually helping him out a little bit on the product side with his VP of product and their strategy because that's not an area of comfort for him. So he relies even outside of the company yeah. to try to get help. There. I love that. It goes back to superpowers like yep. we always talk about. Mm-hmm. All right. And so the last, the, this is what I want to wrap up kind of with was – um, maybe talk about your CEO forum. Yeah, and I, have, I just brought it and up. what yeah. you guys do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no I, 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 I meant to. I, I meant to bring this up earlier, yeah. though. I had a moment today where I was reminded of the power of peer groups like that. Right? We have Guillaume mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. Segment in the building today, and just you spend ten minutes and you talk about ideas, mm-hmm. gets you out of a rut. Like yep. I, get, I get it, the power of that. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, but you do an interesting thing at the CEO forum where you where you all kind of map out how you plan to spend your time versus yep. actual. Yep. So I opened this spreadsheet, of which I don't own many spreadsheets, but here's one, uh, that we edit together as a team uh, at the CEO forum. And the CEO forum is a two-day off-site every quarter that happens between myself and, let's say, roughly eight other CEOs of different sizes, size companies. And we talk about key discoveries is one area that we – write about. And those are discoveries that we learn from the other, our peer CEOs who have beaten on us for two days. Beat and, uh, and then, you know, some discoveries and some things that need to focus on. Then we write our final advice from each of those individuals. We record that. We talk about business milestones and personal milestones that we want to get done for this next quarter. But then we go into this area of projected uh, time spend in different areas. And everyone has to come up with like how they're going to spend time. Yep. Uh, over the next quarter. And mine are, if we look at that, we say like team management for me is uh, 20% of my time. Uh, recruiting is the next 20%. Um, customer and prospects is 20%. Marketing products, 30%. This is probably off and 10% with investors. So, that's, so I have a screenshot from, I think, maybe the first time that you did yeah. this. And this is what I wanted to mention. So your forecast for 2016 for marketing and product yep. was 20%. Yep. The actual that you put was 50%. Yes. So at the end of the quarter, we have our projected, and then we come back and say, how did we actually spend time? And so and then those are areas to discuss. Yeah. Right. And what, what was the discussion around that? They, somebody said, David, why was it 20% but you spent 50%? 50% of your time. Yep. So discussion around that was like, why? Yeah. And uh, and for me, it was like this was an area that we need to get good at. It was a huge. That was the first year. Like yeah, that was the first year, and so we needed to invest more energy in here. So I dove deeper in that area, and then a takeaway from that was like we needed to build up our marketing team beyond DG at that point, and uh, and so that I didn't have to spend fifty percent of my time there for sure. And so so I think like what I love about this exercise, I think this is good for anybody, right? Oh, yeah. Whether you're a CEO, not, not, I think this is something you can take out and budget those mm-hmm. buckets. Mm-hmm. And then look at it at the end of the month or the end of the quarter, we do it quarterly and just say, how did I actually spend my time? Right. And so, and then you learn from that. Yeah. Or like, you know, you looked in the marketing product area and said, this is where I'm spending overwhelming majority of my time. Mm-hmm. How are we going to fix that? We're going to hire more people. Yes. To do hire, that job. Hire more people. All right. Did I leave out anything? No. Nothing else? No, I okay. think that's the way to do it. I'm just reading at one of the uh, one of the guys, John, uh, who's one of the CEOs. He's kind of his company was acquired, so I'm looking at his projected time spend: seventy five percent take a summer break, twenty five percent continue networking. 
So everyone's got a different <laughs> allocation. Right? I don't even know what you would do. You can't. At seventy-five percent in the summer, I don't know. We would have. We would have to be searching for you. I don't know where you would be. Uh, yeah, that's what he said. But that guy's. I saw him at a conference There's in New no York way. two weeks ago. There's no yeah, way talking to a bunch of people. One day off. Yeah, one day <laughs> off. Anyway, all right. Don't forget, we leave six star reviews Only. now here on Seeking Wisdom. Right. Worst case, leave a five-star review. Go to iTunes or wherever you hear this podcast. Leave ratings. We take ratings on Stitcher, wherever. ITunes, and you get YouTube. people saying like this, overflowing with insights. This is the first podcast I've reviewed because it's one of the few that I keep coming back to. Salute. Great discussion on video plus messaging, which are two megatrends. Woo! In the marketing and secrets <laughs> episode, uh, while I usually listen during workouts, I'm starting to mix it up with video. Shout out. So shout out to Amy and Danielle for adding a whole new dimension. They said that? Love that. Didn't even make that up. Wow, that's That's amazing. We got to send some swag over there. Yeah. That's amazing. So we're going beyond workout time and we're going into work time. Yeah. Is that correct? All right. So leave your five star review. Check us out on YouTube and Facebook because we're posting video content there that we don't post anywhere else exclusively daily. You have to see some of this two camera action, three camera action we have going on here now. And leave us a review, comment, subscribe, and see you at Hypergrowth, September 25th, Seeking Wisdom, promo code.